The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super waterman, Leslie Gabriel, your ambassador for water and all things H2O. Thanks for tuning in. Today we have a really cool guest, and it's all about Shacktown and RMF and the impacts on water and people. And Courtney Gillardi is going to be joining us. The abundance of water. The food will get thirsty. Yeah, super excited today. uh, Get a chance to uh, interview Courtney Gillardi. Second half of the show, so tune on in for that. Courtney and her family and many families have been impacted by a cell tower situated right near a water tower in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. And that's going to lead to a lot of questions, so stay tuned for the second half of the show. I'm Leslie Gabriel. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. We're here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Got some tunes coming up for you right now. I think this one we would all love. And this is The Temptations. Sunshine, blue skies, please go away. A girl has found another and gone away. With her went my future, my life is filled with gloom. So day after day, I stay locked up in my room. I know to you, it might sound strange, but I wish it would rain. Listen, I gotta cry, cause crying is the pain, oh yeah. People just hurt, I feel inside. Words could never explain, I just wish it would rain. Oh, let it rain, 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 rain. Let it rain. 
such disguise Desperately for rain Cause rain drops behind my teardrop And no one will ever know That I'm crying, crying That was a really, 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 really cool tune by this band called Snow House, S-N-O-W-H-A-U-S. I don't know if they are still around, but that was their rockin' tune, Housatonic, off the Don't, it, They Don't End Pretty 
And let's have that be a different ending. This is the part where we get to choose a different ending for the Housatonic. The one that we want to go tubing in. Yes, and that's going to be uh, something that I can envision forever. And before that, we had I Wish It Would Rain, The Temptations, off the Wish It Would Rain album. I'm Leslie Gabriel, your Super Waterman Ambassador for Water. In about uh, 20 minutes, 22, maybe 23 minutes, we're going to be bringing on... You know who? A lot of people have gotten to know her. Courtney Gillardi. She's uh, been a, really a one-woman powerhouse to bring what is quite a... F <clears throat> for most people, including myself, showed up as a fringe thing. And now I know people are actually getting impacted. And that's, that's for me as a techie, something to grapple with someone who likes his tech so I'm looking forward to having that conversation with Courtney so stay tuned we got some uh, maybe a little bit off my sub stack that's the end so it flows sub stack which you can find on sub stack and this is a new article. Water is the gift for the holidays and beyond. Water is the source of life. Water is magical and inspiring. Peaceful and flexible. It's strong. We say water is vital. However, do we treat water as a gift that we say it is. That's a question to ponder. That really is a question to ponder. Do we actually treat water as the gift that it is? Many people call it the cradle of civilization, water. In ancient Greece, water had an important meaning. For the pre-Socratic philosophers, water was one of the elements of the chain of creation. In Pharaoh's Egypt, water was symbolized by the god Nile, both terrible and generous, with its impressive floods. The Kota Hammurabi of ancient Mesopotamia had laws pertaining to water and rivers. Water is fluid, soft, and yielding, but water will wear away rock, which is rigid, cannot yield, as a rule, whatever is fluid, soft, and yielding will overcome whatever is rigid and hard. This is another paradox. What is soft is strong. We know water prevents things like constipation, supports kidney health, boosts skin health, improves mood, keeps you energized, keeps Helps you lose weight, boosts the immune system, flushes out toxins, prevents headaches. Water environments help with mental health and emotional healing. Water grows our food. Bam. And how do we treat it? That's a good question. Do we treat water as a source of life as we say it is? 
Being by water helps you stay calm, control temper, expands your feelings of generosity, sense of vastness. Water sounds promote a meditative state, promote mental clarity, improve sleep, cures anxiety. Water fasting promotes cellular recycling and helps prevent cancer, heart disease, and more. If there is magic on this planet, it is contained in water, says Lauren Isley. Bottling, bottling life is impossible and quite overbearing. Why then do we allow companies to bottle water? Dirty water does not provide health. Why then do we allow for water pollution? These are questions to grapple with as we find ways to create a life-affirming, regenerative world. And we will. We will. Or else we won't have anyone except underdog's nemesis Simon Bar Sinister to blame. Watch this exciting scene from today's four-part story of Underdog. Here it comes now. It's true, dear friends. Simon Bar Sinister now has all the water in the world. I'm here at Simon's laboratory. Here he is now, that evil monster, Simon Bar Sinister. All of you are my slaves. You will do exactly what Simon says, or you will get no water. <laughs> I'm master of the world. Hi, up. Ah, uh, Master of the World. <laughs> we love Underdog. That's the Big Dipper episode, part one. Really exciting. Uh, being Simon Bar Sinister is something that most people don't want to be. We don't want to hold back life for others. Unless we do, and then we should just be straight about it. But the bottom line is uh, water is really uncontrollable. You know, in Simon Bar Sinister, you have to remember, underdog always won. Simon. Simon. This time, I'm not going to do as Simon says. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. And you should know not every single thought that goes on here is part of the thought of the management that is uh, of WTBR. Not everything is agreed to by other people. It's solely the opinion of the host and my guess of the host and my guess. So that I wanted to share with you. But in the meantime, we got some more music coming your way. Let's see. We have, uh, while not exactly watery, it tends to deal with things that need water. And this particular case is uh, Don Henley doing some dirty laundry.
Yes, you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. We're here in studio, and it's 2-21-23. We're broadcasting off 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. In a few minutes, we're actually going to have our guest, Courtney Gillardi. She'll be showing up and having a conversation regarding all this wonderful what is going on in Shacktown you know what is going on and that is the question that I'll be asking we got some more water music coming your way and this is uh, Peter Gabriel doing Here Comes the Flood
that was Here Comes the Flood. Amazing stuff. It's an interesting point in time that we are. We're in floods and not floods. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. So excited. Uh, we're going to be bringing our, her on in like five minutes, but uh, wanted her to give a quick shout out. Courtney has joined us in studio. Courtney, say hi. Hi, and thank you so much for having me here today. Yay, we're going to be bringing you on, so groove on to some uh, more water music. And then we'll be bringing you in at the, <coughs> the bottom of the hour. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's so exciting. So, so excited. Uh, how can we tie this entire Shacktown saga to waters? Kind of coming full circle. I have 11 fun facts about water and EMF. Okay, so it all together. stay tuned. We're going to have all that. We're going to read it backwards, too. Absolutely. Yay. Okay, so uh, be back soon. We got a little bit more tunage coming your way. And let's see what it is. We're going to actually have this tune. And it's called Watermelon Sugar. And this is by Harry Silas off the Fine Line album. Sounds just like a song I want more berries And that summer feeling It's so wonderful and warm Breathe me in Breathe me out I don't
That was Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar High. Is it the sugar and he's saying hi to? Or is it a Watermelon Sugar High? I mean, if all places we could have conversations about what is high is in Pittsfield because we do have large mountains and quite a few dispensaries at the same time. So we could always have that conversation. Harry Styles bringing us in to our next part of our show. You're listening to And So It Flows. We are your only show for H2O. We are broadcast out of 89.7 WTBR-FM. Pittsfield Community Radio you can also get us on Stitcher, and you can also get us on a few other places, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Audible. Probably could get it on Substack pretty soon, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we have our friend, our friend Courtney Gillardi. Courtney is here joining the show, and I'm so thankful. I'm humbled. So, Courtney, tell us a little, tell our water-loving listeners here and around the world who you are. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Courtney Gillardi, and I live here in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, or I used to, and I'd love to return. Um, what happened to us in our little neighborhood of Shacktown, which is right off of Holmes Road towards the Lennox line, is that a Verizon cell tower was constructed. And on the first day that it was um, activated, my youngest daughter, whose favorite song is Watermelon Sugar High, by the way, so it's very appropriate, uh, came downstairs feeling headachey, dizzy, and buzzy. Uh, she is normally up at 6.30 in the morning, and she didn't get up until late, late, later in the afternoon. And I think any parent, you know, you check their forehead. Do you have a fever? What are your symptoms? And, um, you know, it wasn't anything that I could, I could tell. Um, and we called Verizon, and they said that that was the day that the tower had been active. And before this, I didn't know that radiofrequency radiation could create health effects. It's not something we really talk about. Um, I didn't know that radiofrequency radiation was considered a carcinogen, an environmental toxin, wow. um, and something that we should be protecting our, our children, our adults, our seniors, those with um, pre-existing health conditions from. And so when uh, December rolled around, and I think by then we knew of 14 other people who had been harmed, and uh, a few months down the road, um, over 20, um, I found myself in the position of being an educator and an advocate for my neighbors and my community. It's kind of almost like you got set on this, like, this is not something you woke up and you wanted to do. No, nobody wants to be the poster child for being harmed by a cell tower. I'll tell you, it comes with a, a fair amount of downside um, because uh, the 1996 uh, FCC standards um, have not been updated since, you know, before the advent of the smartphone, before we had towers uh, that were, um, you know, just everywhere. They used to just be on the top of mountains and the side of uh, highways away from residential areas. And now they seem to be ubiquitous. 
Um, and here in Berkshire County, we're very blessed. We have not had the densification the way major cities um, have. And so we are just starting to grapple with this issue. And we're seeing it's not just Pittsfield, but it's Williamstown, it's North Adams, it's Lenox, it's Beckett, it's Otis, it's the Hill Towns. Um, and there are incredible communities of people coming together to educate about this issue. And we were just so fortunate. We had amazing subject matter experts who uh, volunteered their time to our Pittsfield Board of Health, to our health department here, uh, to our neighbors, to our community, um, environmental attorneys who specialize in cell tower and radiation harms. And we were able to get a lot of traction uh, we were treated with a lot of dignity and respect. Uh, That's um, for for. I'm going to interject there. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I'm a techie. I like my tech. Loved my tech. Yeah, I run e-commerce companies. I've done in the past and other things where I was on my tech a lot. And I, you know. So, I'm coming from a place of. I had an idea, but I had no idea. Like, I, ha I, you know, I knew that there's some impact somewhere. I, you know, I saw after looking at a screen for 18 years, you know, it impacts your eyesight a little bit. Absolutely. Um, and then what I also noticed is that sometimes if I'm in a highly, uh, am I in an area where there's a lot of Internet connection going on, I sometimes don't feel as relaxed as other times. And I know that I feel how that happens, especially if I'm Bluetoothing in the car. I get that a lot. And so for me, I'm coming from a little bit of a place of like, I really don't know. And my question, I have a couple of quick questions. Um, how do you, how do you talk to someone who's just coming to the issue of even having it be on their radar which is another radioactive pulse thing so you know how do you how do you do that how do you have that conversation with someone i i let other techies have those conversations with them there are so many people who have worked in the industry who know about the harms um, that I often let the techies talk to other techies. There was a, a senator, I think uh, Patrick Kolbeck, who used to, I believe he worked for NASA, and he did a testimony to the Senate, and it's on YouTube, and it's a great piece. It's about 15 minutes long, and his wife is a pediatrician, and he starts off by saying, I'm a techie, and I love my tech. This is not about being anti-technology. This is about being safe technology. And there's so many ways to use our technology in ways that are safer or to site towers that are safer. Um, technology is incredible and I love it too and it's here to stay. Um, but there are things that we can do to improve the safety and you know you have given me the challenge of thinking about um, water and EMFs and how those two issues kind of overlap and join yeah. and commingle. I'll tell you where that's coming from. I mean, water is the couple of ultimates. It's the ultimate solvent. It's the ultimate uh, conductor. Mm -hmm. um, you know, eventually, you know, if you use really good water, you don't even need soap. 
let's just put it that way mm. you know you just rinse and you know clean and not a not much of our water on this planet is like that anymore so what i'm sure there is there are quite a few places that there are what would it be like to to look into your you, what you're up to and and find a way to connect it to water you came with a list of 10 things like I, or I, 11 i did I, I mean i just kept brainstorming and it was such a good um exercise for me and um you know we do a lot of work educating people and writing letters you know to our state representatives to our senators uh, my daughter writes to the president and she wrote a letter I found it uh, to President Biden about his infrastructure package to remove lead pipes because of the harm of uh, lead in the drinking water and as an early childhood educator I was a preschool teacher for 10 years um, we had to de-lead our entire building before wow. it was safe for children. And, you know, there was a time where we thought lead pipes were safe. And it took how long? 40, 50, 60 years before we realized that lead, even in small amounts, were creating developmental delays, were creating health effects for our growing and developing children. And Biden now has this, like, you know, massive infrastructure package to remove and replace those lead pipes with something safer. And I think about that like towers, because as you say, wow. like there's not a lot of areas where the water is still pristine and our air, right, transmits, right? We have these EMFs or radio frequency radiation, this pulse modulated microwave radiation from these towers. And you can buy a meter, and there's actually a meter at the uh, library here in Pittsfield, the Berkshire Anthenaeum, in their library of things that people can actually take out, and you can measure the amount of RF EMF in your environment, just like you so could get EMF your water is, tested. What does the M stand for? A magnetic or uh, microwave. 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 So, okay. You're talking to a, a water dude who also looks at pretty much everything as water, including our air, is mm -hmm. water vapor. Mm -hmm. um, so if we're swimming in water vapor mm -hmm. and our brains are 80% water and water being the ultimate conductor, given that all waves travel through air mm -hmm. and air is water vapor what are we doing well we look at the amount of acoustic neuromas and glioblastomas and brain cancers that are associated wow. with cell phone use um, and it's pretty astonishing um, there's a attorney who passed away due to uh, glioblastoma. His name was Jimmy Gonzalez, and you can look at his clips on YouTube if you just Google Jimmy Gonzalez and uh, a cell phone. He's incredibly articulate and a powerful speaker. And as an attorney, he was on his cell phone um, for large amounts of the day. 
and he had tumors everywhere that that uh, phone was. So brain tumor, uh, he had a tumor on his hand uh, where his, I believe his wedding ring was um, and in where his jacket pocket was, where he kept his uh, cell phone uh, in his heart. So he had a, a tumor on wow. his heart um, and it correlated. Um, and there's a wonderful organization out in California, Dr. Cindy Russell, who has been a huge help to us here in Pittsfield, um, Physicians for Safe Technology. And she's actually a surgeon. And she was noticing that young women were coming in with breast tumors. They were coming in with breast cancer. And um, it would be in the shape of where the antenna was from their phone on their, on their phone. breast. Because yeah. they were putting it in their bra when they were going yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. It was just like a convenient storage Actually, spot. that's that's really, really important. That's really important. Because um, that's the kind of stuff that people don't even think about. And, you know, I'll just put it in my pocket or, you know, I don't wear a bra personally. Um, however, people do put it in their bra. Absolutely. And they put it in other areas. I, you know, people put it in their lap. People put it, uh, the phone, lots of different places. And most of those places are considerably, if you're putting it by your body, it's 70% water. So that water is helping conduct that. Oh, I mean, there are stories what? after stories. And, you know, and, and then there's that. Okay. So let's, around your list, I want to see if we can lighten it up because it's a tough, tough sitch that you got. You got people who love their phones and their internet and then you're saying there's an impact and then you're like what could what could people actually do oh practically just to to ameliorate the situation or to to find ways to even find out what there is to find out yeah so environmental health trust um ehtrust.org, an incredible website. Again, Physicians for Safe Technology, Americans for Responsible Technology. Right here in Massachusetts, we have Massachusetts for Safe Technology, incredible websites where you can go and learn. Um, for me, with the cell tower issue, it's getting involved in knowing your bylaws for your town and where towers are allowed to be built. And uh, New Hampshire did this amazing con um, commission report on wireless harm and looked at the peer-reviewed science going back and found that really within 1,640 feet, uh, the increase in biological symptoms um, are greater than what is in the general population. Some of these symptoms, right, headaches, dizziness, nausea, fatigue, not feeling well, anxiety, depression, are, are things that are normal everyday symptoms, right? So how do you know if it's from your device or from a cell tower? Well, you know, if it's from a device, you can use the device on airplane mode with an ethernet adapter. They cost about $5. You can get a cable 20 feet, 30 feet, 50 feet, uh, just like this. There you go. And you just plug it right in. Um, you turn off the... Um, you know, you turn off the antennas, like the Bluetooth on it, and you can go ahead and you can use it, but you can use it in a wired way. And that's what I do in my house, and it has made an enormous 
difference when we had to leave our house because of the cell tower. We had to sleep in a home away from the tower and our symptoms went away. And when we went back to the house, the symptoms returned. And when it, yeah, when it's your personal device, I mean, you can regulate how you use it. I mean, the nicest thing people say to me is, I now put my phone on airplane mode before I go to bed at night, or I now leave it in the hallway. Like if I have an elderly parent, I have a, a teenage child who needs to call me, I don't sleep with it right near my head. Distance is your friend when it comes to radio frequency radiation. Wow. Uh, even people putting their Wi-Fi timer on, uh, their Wi-Fi router on a like a little Christmas tree timer at night. Uh, just so like at 10 o'clock and people say to me, it's amazing. I, you know, my internet goes off and it's, a t it's time for me to wind down and the kids wind down. And if they wake up in the middle of the night, they don't have that urge to check their phone. They know that the Wi-Fi is off and, um, you know, we read a book instead or we spend family time together instead. So there's little things that people can do that can make a tremendous impact on their own health and well-being. Yeah, I mean, there are other places this impacts. Um, I'm sure, I mean, this radio station puts out waves, mm -hmm. probably micro in their origin or when they're being put out. Um, we have waves everywhere. So let's go down to what I think might really bring us to like, what is, what does the brink look like for other beings on this planet? Mm. So sometimes it's hard to look at what we're doing right at home, but it's easy to see f a little bit further away. Okay. Our friends, the whales, they are friends. You could hear some of that in our backgrounds. Uh, sounds of the ocean. Anyway, bottom line is what happens to is sonar RMF is uh, what other RMF is being used in the oceans and what's the impact on whales and other dolphins and things? Yeah, this last year we saw some studies about the internet of underwater things. Uh, and Patricia Burke, who writes a lot for, um, she's a prolific writer. She's here in Massachusetts. Um, she writes a lot about these issues. And um, we have learned that there is not a single U.S. agency or international authority that has ever acted to review the effects of um, RF radiation on our wildlife. So our birds, our bees, our um, ocean animals. And we know that these electromagnetic fields that are um, produced um, do affect our whales, our sharks, our rays, our um, skates, um, because they use it to, they're sensitive to the EMF because they use it to, um, to navigate and they use it to sense their prey. For themselves, they use that. Absolutely. That's so that's really intriguing. Kind of brings me over to Avatar 2. They had this thing where everything's connected. So what if all the cell phones we've been using aren't necessary? <laughs> you could either communicate on a deeper level, you know, without them. I mean, obviously, people want to talk to people. But what I'm I'm getting at is There are ways to do this that 
work for each other, that we can include technology in a world of regenerativeness. Like we can actually start to regenerate things um, and go to a place where people don't have to be collateral damage to any industry and any, any way of, you know, like a new way to deal with being alive. And what I'm super psyched about is that this is a, this is a lot. This is a lot for me to get and a lot for others to get. I'm, I'm saying. And that you're sharing this on our, on, on my show is I'm humbled. I really am. I'm humbled. Well, I'm really grateful to be here. Um, and it, you know, it's a big issue. It's a big issue for anyone. It was a big issue for me. And I was so overwhelmed. Our pediatricians showed us some studies out of Egypt showing the same exact symptoms that my daughters were experiencing. Wow. And it, it blew me away and it broke my heart. Wow. Um, and it was like you wanted to be the only one it was happening to and you wanted because you didn't want to know it was happening everywhere else, you know, and we discovered there's a community out in Centerville, Massachusetts harm. There's people out on the Cape, people in Sacramento, people in Canada, people in India. Uh, all these communities started to reach out. And my daughter, um, she heard us uh, testifying. This was all during the pandemic. So most of this was all done in Zoom, not, on per not in person. And she was calling in and she was testifying in the House of Representatives for these wireless protection bills. And she heard us calling into um, Pittsfield City Hall, the open comment section of wow. our city council meeting. And she's like, Mom, it's not working. People aren't listening to you. They're not listening to Charlie and Judy and Elaine and Billy and the neighbors and the people who are calling in and the people who are calling in on our behalf. And um, she said, next time I want to call. And so she started. Um, wow, you know, I, I'm gonna old. actually, you know, we, I don't, I didn't leave enough time for how deep we can go here. And I think I'd love to have you back. I'd love to come back. Yeah, I'd love to have you back and 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 really go into a longer, maybe a two-part episode, just for you. So people can start to get what's in this. Where is this? What, how do I, how can I make a difference there? And I'm psyched that your daughter's going to actually be a, a speaker at an event that we're coordinating together. And it's called the Berkshire Water Celebration Awards and your daughter, you know, just thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, I'm sure it's going to be an opportunity for folks to really start to grapple with what there is to grapple with. And we're adults and we can do that. And it's possible. And small changes, as you know, exactly. add up. Like everything yeah. is a ripple in the pond, right? I mean, and those ripples can magnify and get bigger and get larger. And um, it's, it, it doesn't, need to be it is overwhelming we can break it down into simple steps and people we can meet people where they're at in terms of getting comfortable uh 
you know, with these, and mm-hmm. we have seen tremendous changes um, in people's health and um, their medical conditions simply by being in an environment where they have lower levels of this um, RF EMF. And to me, if our pediatricians and our doctors and our scientists, and now there's an EMF medical conference, there's EMF medical textbooks, um, you know, our, some of our older generation of doctors, they don't know. Why don't they know we didn't have cell towers? We didn't have the proliferation of the wireless no, devices back then. we just thought then. they were on Star Trek and they had right. communicators. What did we know? And, you know, they're simple, they're fun, they're convenient, and all those goodies. And then what's the impact? And now that's what this age is. We get to deal with the impact of what we've been doing. And now, you know, we're smart. We're human. We can deal with this. And at the same time, there's stuff to clean up. And I appreciate you being here, um, having this conversation. You'll be back for more, I'm very sure. Uh, and in the meantime, what I'd love to do is to, you know, it's, how do you, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That's what you do. And you also get stronger beer. So we're going to leave you with that. You're listening to And So It Flows. We had a great conversation with Courtney Gilardi. Uh, and what's the group that you organize uh pittsfield cell tower injured and concerned citizens you can follow us on facebook at www.facebook.com backslash pittsfield cell and you can also email us at hello at stoptower.com and one of the best things you can do if you're here in Massachusetts or anywhere, really, is go to Massachusetts for Safe Technology and sign up for their mailing list. And same thing for Environmental Health Trust. They send out regular communications, lots of tips, amazing resources, great science, great doctors, um, great studies on their websites to learn more. Thanks. Thanks for all that. There's, you know, it's so much and, you know, it's okay. We just got snow globe for two and a half years. Here we are. We could do this. We can do it together. Yeah. And some stronger beer by Tim Hicks will help for sure. Thanks for having me. Smartest, you eat M&M's And you think all our money looks pretend Yeah, we got Brian Adams Hey, you got Bruce Springsteen But we can't drink in bars when we're just 19 You got Brad Pitt, but we got Keanu Reeves But we got the best leg fishing, you best believe yeah, you make fun of us cause we spell color with you. You think you're all that, Mr. Red, White, and Blue. We say hey, you say y'all. Yeah, we both got pro football. Except we got big balls in a longer field. We say Z, you say Z. Sure, we watch all your TV. You got a stronger armor down there, but men up here. Strong beer. You got 
Dunkin' Donuts, we got Timmy's. We got more land, but bro, you got more cities. You sure love the NFL, MLB, and the NBA. But to the great wide north, hockey is the only game. Hey, we say hey, you say y'all. Yeah, we both got pro football. Except we got big balls in a long field. We say Z, you say Z. Sure, we watch all your TV. You got a stronger army down there, a man up here. We got stronger beer. So here's to you, my southern neighbor. All kidding aside. It takes me six beers to get pissed drunk, but for you, it takes nine, sucker. We say hey, you say y'all, yeah, we both got pro football. Except we got big balls in a long field. We say Z, you say Z, sure we watch all your teeth. Thanks again for tuning in. This uh, show is a little bit longer than most, but we had a great time doing so. Great time. And so it flows. Your only show for H2O here at WTBR. 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. And a shout-out again to Courtney Gillardi, who was on our show this week sharing about the Shack Town water tower, cell tower, on a water tower, over in, or near a water tower, over in Pittsfield, off Home Road. And we got some more coming next week. Not sure who's going to be on the show. Always a wonderful surprise. However, we got, got to go, no matter how the water flows. Sparkling water, lemon, osmosis, carbonated, filtered, distilled.